Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Well, like all good things, they must come to an end sooner or later. And the Lightning's 11-game winning streak came to an end last night uh, when they lost 5-3 to against the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll get into that in a little bit. We're going to talk about what went wrong. Uh, and then after that, we'll preview the next Lightning game uh, when they play the Arizona Coyotes tomorrow night at 8 p.m. in the desert. And then we're going to talk a little trade news as the, the Lightning acquired Anthony Greco in a trade for Danik Bartel, proving me once again wrong that the Lightning are willing to make more moves as the deadline comes to a close on Monday. So the Lightning went in last night uh, on a... 11-game winning streak, looking to uh, extend it to 12, of course, against a equally hot Vegas Golden Knights team who was on a uh, three-game winning streak. So I assumed, like every other Lightning fan, that the, the Lightning would pick up where they uh, left off. but And they, they did, for the most part, starting in the first period. Uh, 7-0-2 into the first, Kevin Shattenkirk just spins around with the puck and just throws one towards the net that deflected off the defender in front to give the Lightning a one nothing lead. Everything seemed uh, seemed well and good from there up until you know they started turning over the puck and having puck poor management, which is going to be a theme throughout this game. So then, uh, newly acquired Vegas Golden Knight defender Alec Martinez, um, eighteen oh five into the first, is right is in the right place at the right time and just buries a rebound, turning the game up at one before the period's over. Then heading into the second period, Riley Smith lets one rip. Uh, with Paul Stastny right in front in the slot to deflect the right past Andre Vasilevsky. Now, at that point, you know, a kind of goal like that, there's really nothing uh, Vasilevsky could do on that. You know, deflections are super hard to defend. I mean, if you look at the re- the replay from last night, you could definitely see that uh, as there was nothing he could do. It was just a last-minute tip. And, and uh, just like that, uh, Vegas is up 2-1. to one. And at 15-38, uh, Steven Stamkos, Rips a one-timer from the left circle to tie it all up. Um, and that's a good positive sign. And, you know, there wasn't really a lot of positives to take from this game from the Lightning side. And, you know, the fact that the, the Lightning, even though that they were on 11-game winning streak coming into this game, that they, they weren't really playing particularly good on the power play. And that was one thing that Coach Cooper talked about in a couple of his press conferences. And especially if you were paying attention and watching the games, you could definitely see that they just weren't capitalizing on, on any of the power plays these games but and up until that point in the game the lightning were 0 for 2 on the power play so you know just this just to see them uh like i said there's not going to be a lot of positives that you could take from this game from the lightning's point of view but definitely scoring on the power play and kind of if they if they could get that going that'll definitely be a good thing for them going forward of course then the other theme you'll see from this game other than you know the turnovers and the, the loose puck management is that uh, Vegas's willingness to, to answer the bell right away after giving up a goal, and that showed 16:38, where Max Pacioretty had found Mark Stone all alone in the slot, and Stone made an, a, a very good backhanded move on Vasilevsky, and can't leave a guy like that alone. If you, if you listen to my last podcast, um, and if you listen going forward, if you listen to a lot more of the Locked On Lightning podcast, you when I do game reviews before or game previews i will also i'll always say you know watch out for one player or these two players and the two players that i patch and stone and of course here you know you can't leave a guy like stone alone 
the slot like that one-on-one with the goalie because nine times out of ten, he's going to bury that in the back of the net. So right at that goal, the Vegas Golden Knights are up 3-2. And then 10 seconds into the third period, this is kind of where it got a little ugly for the Lightning. Um, you know, the opening face-off of the third period, and Ryan Reeves just helped muscles Braden Col- Coburn for – for the puck off the faceoff and just rips a slap shot into the back of the net. And I understand Coburn missed the missed the game because of a lower body injury. And I, I get it. Ryan Reeves is a huge, big, you know, strong guy, one of the strongest guys in the NHL. But you can't be getting out muscles for the puck. You know, that's a very very deflating feeling. And it was it was a bad goal. It was a bad goal. Um, I and you know, there's going to be bad nights. There's going to be bad nights where the other team will just play better, but. Turnover like that is just unacceptable. And, you know, I think also, you know, Vasilevsky is not without blame. You know, this this team as a whole as well, they just put that a sink. And I'll get more into that in a little bit. But 30 seconds later, Max Pacioretty just, you know, he just goes glove side uh, from the top of the circle. And, you know, I don't know what was up with uh, Vasilevsky tonight. I don't know if, you know, maybe it was because of the two days off or whatever it may be. But... You know, it was hard to tell from the angle if there was any traffic. And, you know, it, it definitely kills kills kind of your confidence in a little bit uh, when, you know, you give up uh, two goals in 30 seconds. It's definitely a deflating feeling as a goaltender. But, you know, every every team has a bad night. Every player has a bad night. And, you know, this was definitely the Lightning's bad night. And they're going to have to bounce back in the next game against the Coyotes. And then 18... Minutes into the third period, Stamco scores another power play goal. Uh, this one pretty much identical to the one he scored earlier in the game. So that's good. At least see him get going. Hopefully he could, you know, get on a hot streak and start scoring more goals going forward. I believe that was his 28th goal of the season. So he'll definitely eclipse 30 goals by the end of the season. So, yeah, uh, the takeaways from this game is that the team had poor puck management. Um, Stamco said after the game that, uh, it felt like we were a little slow tonight. We were a little loose, and they absolutely were. I don't know if it was the two days off. I don't know if maybe it's the, the time difference or whatever the case may be, but team was definitely off tonight. Um, hopefully they, they they reset it. They take it back on Saturday, and they, they start getting back to their old ways of playing very well and playing lightning hockey. And it could also be that, you know, this team was due for a bad game. Every team, no matter how good and talented they are, they're always going to have bad games. And, I, and this team has not really had a bad game in a while. Um, so, like I said, they're, you know, they're going to be due for bad games. And, you know, whatever mistakes they made in this game, I'm sure they're going to go back to the drawing board. They'll look at some film, some highlights, and see what they did wrong. And they'll, they'll definitely fix it. And I don't really sound too concerned about this loss just because I feel like it, it'll just be an isolated game. You know, I don't think it's going to carry over to the game against the Coyotes. Um, I'm not concerned at all. Um, I think I don't think any Lightning fans should be concerned. You know, this team, I said on my last episode that, you know, this team is too good to let, you know, bad performances carry over to the following games. So I'm not too worried. So like I've done on previous episodes, I'll be giving a player of the game nod to who I thought played the best game. And since, you know, the, the it's Friday and the week's pretty much over and you won't be hearing from us until Monday, I'm going to give a player of the week award as well. So the both player of the game goes to Steven Stamkos with two goals, of course. I mean, you know, well, there's really nobody else on the team that would have deserved it more than him tonight. And uh, 
My bold player of the week goes to Alice Kalorn. He had two goals this week and an assist. I think he's been playing incredible hockey this week. Uh, I mean, he's been having he's having an incredible season as well. You know, he's going to reach career highs and goals and points. So uh, he's having a fantastic season. Like I said on my previous episodes, that Alice Kalorn is. You know, the kind of guy that every great team has where, you know, he's not a big time name, but he's still going to put up pretty good numbers that he's going to fall right underneath the, the radar just because of, you know, the player, the very good players around him like Victor Hedman and Andre Vasilevsky and Steven Stamkos. So he's not going to get the recognition that he deserves from around the league. But of course, you know, us as Lightning fans, we're going to know that, you know, he's he's doing a very he's, he's one of the, the very big key players on this team. Moving back on to some injury news, uh, of course, Ryan McDonough is still out, as well as Jan Ruda. Coach Cooper stated as well that Braden Point might have to miss another game because, you know, he's still dealing with the flu. So hopefully, hopefully he, uh, Cooper gets soon and we get him back on the ice. So last night's game, we got to see Blake Coleman for the first time since being traded from the New Jersey Devils. And he had some good chances last night. But other than that, he was a non-factor other than the boarding penalty at 633 in the third. And that's all you really got to have, to have to expect out of him right now just because he hasn't played a game since Valentine's Day. Uh, and it's going to take a while, maybe a couple of games, maybe a couple of practices until he gets on the same same wavelength as his teammates. And that's just something you're just going to have to, we're going to have to deal with going forward until he figures it out. But the good thing is that, like he said in interviews and Coach Cooper has said as well, is that, you know, the system that the Lightning run is not that much different than what the Devils have ran over the past couple of years that Coleman was in New Jersey. So that's definitely good that, you know, once he figures it out, maybe that'll definitely help him on the ice. When the media spoke to Coleman after the game, he said that, you know, a lot of it was just he was him. It was just him shaking off the rust. And I believe it, you know, it's a very fast paced game out there. And, you know, if you don't play for a couple of games, you're definitely going to, you know, miss a step or two. So it's just him getting back in the flow of things and then him having to deal with new teammates out there. It's going to take a while. It's probably going to take three or four games. Um, but once he gets out, once he gets back in the groove of things, I have no I have no doubt that he is going to be the player that we were hoping him to be. And that's 20 goal scorer and a very physical player out there who's going to block shots and uh, play very good defense. So I'm still very excited for this and I'm going to keep a very optimistic attitude until he gives me a reason not to be anymore, uh, which I don't think he will. So and he'll get his chance again on Saturday night when they go to Arizona and they play the Coyotes for an 8, 8 p.m. puck drop. Coyotes are in the middle of a tight wild card race out in the, in the West right now. Uh, they've won two of their last four and they're coming off a one nothing loss to St. Louis. But they're not a team that the Lightning should take lightly and will take lightly. I think that the Lightning will bounce back right away on Saturday. I think, you know, anytime you you end a lose you end a winning streak such as this, you know, I think that they're gonna go out there and they're gonna play angry and they're definitely gonna tighten things up. I have no doubt that in the morning skate, uh, that they will they will go over some of the basics and get back to the fundamentals of what was was making them so successful. So they'll definitely tighten things up. I expect them to go out there and play a tight, fast game that they're accustomed to playing. Uh, my prediction for that game will be a 4-2 win for the Lightning. I just think that because, you know, I think the Lightning are a better team. I know I said that about my prediction for when I was making the prediction for the Vegas game, but 
you know, like I said, teams are going to have bad nights and the Lightning had a bad night. And that wasn't something I was counting on just because if you looked at this team over the last 11 games, yes, they were making mistakes. They weren't scoring on the power play. They had their moments. They would turn over the puck and give up prime scoring chances to the other team. But like all good teams, you know, you expect them to bounce back right away and learn from their stakes right away because that's what separates the good, the elite teams from the good teams. And I think that the Lightning are definitely an elite team. And they're going to have to be an elite team to, to catch up to Boston and stay in the race for the division. But the good thing about uh, ending a, win, a winning streak such as this is that you get to start a new one. And they definitely do have a chance to maybe rack it up to five or six just going forward. Just because if you look at the Lightning schedule going forward, they have Toronto Monday after they face the Coyotes this, this Saturday. And then they got Chicago on Thursday. Calgary in on Saturday. Boston Montreal, and then Boston again. So they definitely have a good chance to rack up a couple of wins from now until then, just because, you know, the the Toronto, Chicago, Calgary, Boston, and Montreal games are all at home. So they definitely get to go back and rest up at home and be, in, be able to sleep in their own beds. And, you know, because it's very taxing, especially on a road trip like this, when you're going into the time zone and you're flying from, regardless of, how many days they had off going from Colorado to Vegas to Arizona is definitely taxing us, but you know, that's a lot of, a lot of hours on planes. So, and then going from there to a hotel and then going to the arena and playing a game. Yeah, it's difficult. If it was easy, we'd all be doing it, but that's why these guys make millions of dollars because they're the best at doing it. So my player to watch for tomorrow night's game is Christian Dvorak. You know, he has 18 goals, 20 assists and, you know, you definitely want to keep an eye out for the top goal scorer on the opposing team coming up. And my player to watch out for, for the Lightning as well, even Stamkos. You know, scoring two goals in a game definitely helps your, your confidence level. And I think that he could only go up from there. I think he'll score another one uh, against the Coyotes tonight. You know, I think that that spot right in the circle for him on the one-timer is a great spot for him. You know, it's definitely worked for Alex Ovechkin over the years. I think that they should give him the puck more there and, you know, just let him rip, let him sit there. I don't care. You know, with a slap shot like his, why not? You know, let him, let him, let him rip it from there all night. I don't care. Just because look, look what it's done. He took two shots from there the other night, last night, and look what it, look what happened. He got two goals out of it. So definitely something to keep an eye out for, uh, hopefully, as well as a, a bounce back game from Andre Vasilevsky, I think. You know, he, he was due for a bad game. He was he was just playing at such a high level that we expected him to keep going on and on for for the rest of the season like that. But you know what? You just can't keep up that pace of play. It's impossible. You know, I, I can't think of a player in recent years that's just played continuously like that for his entire career. You know, even the great ones like Marty Brodeur and Dominic Kasich and Patrick Watt, they all had bad games. So, you know, if 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 we get if we get a bad game once in a while out of Vasilevsky, then that's fine. As long as it's not in the playoffs, uh, I think I think we'll be fine. So the Lightning will be off tonight. Uh, so in, in, if you want to stay home instead of going out on Friday night, this, the the Solar Bears will be in action tonight. The ECHL affiliate will be in action tonight against the Atlanta Gladiators, who are the affiliate of the Boston Bruins. So. If you want to, if you can find that game online or somewhere, go ahead and watch it. Maybe I'll try and watch it and give you a little update on it on Monday as I continue to update you guys on the prospects that the Lightning have coming up through the ranks. I had a great time doing that the uh, the other episode. Um, 
on talking about the prospects. Uh, I'm Like I said, in the coming weeks, I'll definitely put together a list of prospects that I think you should keep an eye out for, as well as if there's any official list online or rankings of the Lightning's prospects, I'll definitely read them out to you guys. And please go ahead and contact us through the Locked On Lightning Twitter page at LO underscore lightning or lightning at gmail.com. Let me know what you think, who's your favorite prospect that you want to keep an eye out for, or if you have any any comments or questions on a certain Lightning player right now and who you think you know is playing well, who's not playing up to their full potential, um, what, do you think the Lightning are going to put on, put on another streak as they did before? Do you think they'll... They'll maybe tack on more more games. Maybe they'll go up to to twelve or thirteen. Who knows? You know, the seasons. There's still a lot of games left in the season, so anything can happen at this point. So I just wanted to address something that I said on the last episode. Now I understand I'm not perfect. My job is to inform you about what's going on in Bolts Nation, but at the same time, a lot sometimes the information I might say might be wrong or it might be might not be in, entirely accurate and so on the last episode i misspoke when i said that the trade deadline was today uh today on friday it's actually on monday and i just you know i just didn't want there to be any confusion with any of the listeners or you know i didn't want any of my listeners to think that you know oh this this host he's you know he's he doesn't know his stuff i do know my stuff and you know i just when I make a mistake, I will definitely come out and bring it to your attention so you're aware and if you weren't aware beforehand. So, yeah, the trade deadline is Monday and the, the Lightning definitely uh, they definitely proved me wrong because, you know, I thought I didn't think that they were going to make a move uh, before the Coleman trade. And of course, a day or two later, they make the Coleman trade. And then and then right after I said, you know, I think this is it. I think they don't need to make any more moves. And then they go ahead and make a trade for uh, Anthony Greco. Uh, they traded away Danik Martell to the Florida Panthers uh, for Anthony Greco, a right winger. Um, he's he's played one game at the NHL level, and that was last year with the Florida Panthers. And there was really nothing special about that game. Um, he didn't really he didn't tally any points or anything, but. He has tallied 85 goals in the American Hockey League. Uh, he's a restricted free agent after this season, uh, and he only has a $700,000 cap hit that the Lightning are going to take. So we'll learn more about Anthony Greco as, as he starts to play more with the organization. And, yeah, um, so I think it was more so of just them moving around money. I don't think it was really – they really have any – long-term plans for Anthony Greco just yet. I think he just has to earn his place with the team, that being that his contract is over after this year. But like I said, the Lightning will bounce back uh, from this this loss from last night. I don't think this is a loss that's going to affect them going forward, but we'll see. We'll see how they, they bounce back in Arizona because, you know, Arizona is a feisty team. So, yeah, 8 p.m. puck drop Saturday night in the desert. Uh, check it out. Uh, and then I'll be back Monday to, to recap it. So that's been Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host. Have a great weekend, everybody. Let's go, folks. I'll see you Monday.